Thanks for joining us here at New Song Church, where we are helping people to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. If you have any questions at all or just want to learn more about us as a church, you can check us out online at mynsc.org. It's the best way to stay connected with us throughout your week. And now, check out this week's sermon. You know the next, the next question. Are you ready to study the Word of God, yes or no? Yeah. All right, let me make sure my phone is shut off here. Got to do that. All right, uh, breaking free, making a change for good. This is the final the final um, Sunday in this series, and, and prayerfully, hopefully, it's been life-changing for you. Today is, is a day that um, this has the potential to make a major difference in your life, in your marriage, in your parenting, at your workplace. Just It, it has the, the potential, and I, I think every Sunday has the potential for that, but I want you to listen up. If you still are burdened by things in life, if, if you're living life in a mess and you just want to break free from your past or maybe you break free from your present, you know what I'm talking about, and just, just live a different life that you've dreamed about living, I want you to pay attention to this today as I really feel it's going to be powerful and that many lives are going to be changed as we bring this series to a conclusion. Uh, if you're taking notes, and I would encourage you to do so, and you can do that in your phone. I, I know we don't hand out sermon notes these days. We'll start again, you know, obviously in uh, end of August, 1st of September. We'll start giving those sermon notes out to you again. But uh, if you're taking notes, write this down. And this is some, something that God has been teaching me for years now. And I've shared some of these thoughts with you, but it's going to be a refresher course plus new stuff. Number one, that my life is a product of my thoughts. My life is a product of my thoughts. Think about that. My life is a product of my thoughts. I thought it was good that I bought a house, that I bought a car, that I got this job. I thought it was good that we had children. I thought it was a bad idea that we did this or did this or did this, so we didn't. And so your life is a product of your thoughts because thoughts lead to decisions and decisions lead to actions. Thoughts lead to decisions. Decisions lead to actions. You can't make a decision without a thought. But how many know decisions are important in life? You can make great decisions, you can make terrible decisions, and those decisions are a product of your thoughts. And then your actions are a product of your decisions. So you have a thought, it, then you form a decision, and then you act upon that decision, and, and therefore you are living, you are living the life, let me say it this way, you are living the life that you have chosen. Now, there are one or two exceptions to that, and if, for instance, this is just a for instance, there are, there, there, have, there are no doubt people in this room that you have been abused, it wasn't your thought, it wasn't your decision, it wasn't your action, somebody else did something to you and it, and it caused a chain reaction, and I, I'm just telling you, I get that, I, I know that, uh, and, and we're here to help you with that. If, if you need our help, we have a, a wonderful counselor on staff. That can help you with that. But for the most part, for the most part, your life is a product of your thoughts. That, that you are where you are because of the decisions that you made. And you made those decisions because you had certain thoughts. Proverbs 23, 7 in the New King James Version says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So as he thinks in his heart, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As you think, you are. As you think, you are. As you think, you are. How many know we need to retrain our brain? We just got to retrain our brain. We got to think the right 
thoughts because the right thoughts will lead us to the right decisions, which will lead us to the right actions, which will lead us to the right life. Everybody get me? All right, this is good stuff, by the way. And, and I, I want you to take notes if, if you possibly can. This is life-changing. So, so let me give you a for instance. So for instance, my choice to believe in Christ produced eternal life. My choice to believe in Jesus produced, it was a thought that I had. I came to a decision and, and, and then after making that decision, there was, there was, an, there was a, uh, something that took place. There certainly was an action. It was Jesus coming in and taking over my life as I surrendered to him. In fact, let me show you this in Isaiah 55, 7. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their, what's that word? Their thoughts. How many know that there are still some unrighteous thoughts that the devil puts in your mind? And we are called as believers in Jesus to forsake those thoughts. I'm going to teach you about that in a, in a second. It said, it said, let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn, turn to the Lord, turn to the Lord, a change of direction, a change of direction. We'll come back to that. And he will have mercy upon them and to our God, for he will freely pardon. So my choice to believe in Christ has produced something in my life. It was, it is eternal life. Hopefully that's happened in all of us. So my life is a product of my thoughts. So I had these thoughts about Jesus and I can, I came to the conclusion that I wanted him to be my savior. And so that, that decision produced an action in which I came to Jesus and said, Jesus, I surrender. And when I came to him and surrendered, my life was thoroughly changed. Okay. So that, that's, just, that's just sort of the gospel message in there, and, and people need to hear that. Number two, write this down, that my past thoughts produce my current reality. So, so if, if, if I'm a product of my thoughts, if my life is a product of my thoughts, then my past thoughts produced my current reality. How many are with me so far? Oh, okay, so then... Uh, let me say this, though, too, that at the time, those choices made sense. Those thoughts made sense at the time. So, so some of you are looking, or you're, you're thinking about your current life, and you're like, well, I don't really like my current life. But your, your current reality is a product of your past thoughts, and your past thoughts at the time made sense. How many are glad that we grow in wisdom in understanding, because we would certainly be a mess if Jesus just left us alone. If the Holy Spirit just left us alone, we would be a wreck, everybody. See, he doesn't do that, though. He, he causes us to grow in Christ and to learn, learn from his word and learn from others who would teach us and, and instruct us. And then we mature in the faith and we grow in wisdom. And then we change the way that we think. We retrain our brain. And when we retrain our brain and change the way we think, then we change our decisions. And then that changes our actions, which actually changes our life. But your current reality is a product of your past decisions. Let me say it this way. Your current reality is a product of your past thoughts that produced decisions. This is great. See, I'm teaching you the need, because if you say, you know what, I'm not really, not really enjoying my life right now, well, maybe you need to have some new thoughts. Maybe you need to come to some different conclusions. Maybe that'll produce some different actions in you, and you'll live the life that God wants you to live. This is great stuff. Number three, so my current thoughts... 
if my past thoughts produce my current reality, then my current thoughts will produce my future reality. How many know that's true? That my current thoughts now will produce my future reality. So what do I want my future reality to look like? Well, I don't know about you, but I want a good future. In fact, the Lord wants for all of us a good future, right? He has plans for us. He has a future laid out for us. He has purposes laid out for us and things that the callings that he's placed upon our life laid out for us. And it's all good because it's from our good, good father. Everybody see that? See that? And so we, we have to think the right thoughts currently to, to produce our, our best future reality. Because one of these days, you'll look back on the thoughts that you're making now, and you'll realize you got there because you thought a certain way now. Well, how many know in this moment now, I need to think God thoughts. I, I don't need Justin thoughts. I need God thoughts. I need to think the thoughts of God. I need to have his heart on it. I need to have his wisdom, his knowledge. Am I going too fast for you guys? You're all with me, right? Okay. Okay, so, so let, let, me, let me give you number four, and then we're going to break this down into some scripture here and study the word of God. Number four, here, here's the reason, and I told you I'd, I would come back to this, that thoughts produce direction. Thoughts produce direction. Thoughts not only pro have produced your current reality and will produce your future reality, but thoughts produce direction. Thoughts produce direction. You, you are where you are right now because you chose a path that took you to where you are right now. And now you're going to have some options now and in the future of what path you're going to take. And that will lead you to a certain place. So thoughts produce direction. Let me prove this to you in the Word of God. It, it's actually all throughout the Bible. It's just everywhere through there. So let's look at Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 26 through 27. Ponder the path of your feet. Ponder the path of your feet. And let all of your ways be established. Don't turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Why? Because thoughts produce direction. Ponder the path the Bible says, of your feet. Ponder the path of your feet and let your ways be established. Have you ever taken a chance walking across something that you didn't know if you were going to make it or not? My, my, uh, my brother and my mom are in the room this morning and I'll tell a funny story that... Um, we, we were, we were uh, I, I took a group of teenagers down to Evangel University in Springfield, Missouri for college days. And my parents met us there. I don't remember if my brother was there or not, actually. But I know my mom and dad were there. And we decided in, in Springfield, Missouri, in that area, there are caves everywhere. And, of course, I went caving a lot. Some people would say spelunking, but we just called it caving. And, um, and, and we went through big caves and little caves and medium-sized caves. I mean, we just loved to go caving. We, were, we did it a lot back in my college years. 
And so we decided, I, I knew where this big cave was called Skylight Cave, and, and I took my, my youth group from, actually I was on staff at a church here in Indiana, so we drove down there, took my youth group, said, hey, let's go caving, it's going to be awesome, it's going to be lots of fun, and my mom and dad, they, they said, well, we're going to go too, and I said, are you serious? It's like a, you know, a mile walk just to get to the cave, and that's just through woods, you just follow this little trail, and, and, um, and so we, we, they said, yeah, we're in. How many think that's pretty cool that your parents would go caving with you, isn't that awesome? And so we went out to this cave. We hiked all the way out there to it, followed this little river to get out there. And, and then at one point, we decided, you know what, let's, let's take the easier way back. So we're going to cross the, the, the creek, the river, and kind of walk the pasture back to the car. And we decided to step on this log that was, that was you know, over the, the, the river. That way we could get across and stay dry. And I don't know why that was important, because we were so muddy already and nasty already, but... My, my mom decides to get up on this log and try to walk across that. And uh, she regretted that later, everybody, because she didn't, ponder the, the, she didn't ponder the path of her feet. You know what I'm talking about, everybody? Have you ever been? I've, I've been hiking uh, before, actually lots of times. And I remember in the Rocky Mountains, we, I was kind of by myself one day. We were elk hunting in, in the Rocky Mountains. And, and this is about a decade ago, about 10 years ago. And I remember walking across this this. Um, this uh, it was like a gravel avalanche. I forgot what they call those things now. It's not slipping my mind. But you know what? A side of a mountain is just kind of like gravelly, and it's all fallen down, and the rocks have broken up. And I thought, man, I could skirt that. Like, I, I could probably just kind of run across that really quickly and get to the other side. And I, it was like two steps into it, everybody. And, and uh, I just went down the hill. I mean, I went, I mean, I was rolling down the hill, and I, I, ne- I didn't tell a person. I just like, that's, that's between me and, and, and God. Nobody saw it. Nobody was there. Therefore, it didn't happen. Um, one, one time, just a, a, a few years ago, about four or five years ago, I was, I was um, hunting again. I was deer hunting and tried to cross this irrigation ditch that was about six feet wide. And in the middle of it was this big, um, uh, like, lumpy, um, just, I don't know what you call it, like a just a lot of growth under there. And so I, so I took a limb and I started poking it to see if it was hard. And it was solid as a rock. I mean, I mean, I was jabbing it and it wasn't moving. I thought, hey, great, I can just step across there and then jump to the other side. And had my shotgun in my hand and, and I just took a, a leap. And you know, my left foot went out on that, that piece of grass that was a little bit underwater that I thought was solid. And I was about to hop to the other side. But as soon as I hit that little piece of, of grass underneath the water, I just, poof. And it, it, was, it had to be more than six foot deep because I went all the way under everybody. I mean, I was, and it was, it was like, you know, mid, we're talking gun season at that time. So it was mid to, to late November. It was cold. And, and I, I got out, my gun was soaking wet. It obviously went into the water with me and it took me like an hour and a half to clean out my gun. And you got to ponder the path of your feet, Right. Because you've been there too, haven't you? Haven't you made dumb mistakes with your feet? Well, how many of you made dumb mistakes with your life? Because you weren't pondering the path of your feet. You, you weren't, you weren't, your, your, your feet, your path wasn't established, as this verse of scripture said, it wasn't established. And you thought you could make it. You thought you could go ahead. You thought, hey, this relationship isn't so bad. I think I can just go ahead and, and move forward with it. And, and, and you had, you had the, 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 the warning signs there, but you just decided, no, 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 I can make it. I can make it. I can go through this. Something inside that day when I, when I was jumping across the irrigation ditch, something told me, don't do this. You know, just go around. 
But no, 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 no. I, I, I didn't give it much thought. I ignored the warning sign and I just, I, I just fell. I just ignored it. You see what I'm saying? And we've got to ponder. We've got to ponder. We've got to think about the path of our feet because thoughts produce direction and sometimes the direction is straight down, right? And we fall. We make a mess of it. Proverbs 14, 8 says, the wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, to give thought to their ways. Why? Because thoughts produce direction. Thoughts would take you in a certain direction, and you need to give thought to that. But the folly of fools is deception. Proverbs 14, 15, just a few verses later, says, the simple believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. Why? Because steps, it has to do with direction. Thoughts produce direction. Now, I'm going to show you then, as a believer in Christ, as somebody who loves Jesus, and you're trying to live a surrendered life to him, that there are a couple of things required as you give thought to your steps, as you, as you think about your current reality and what you want your future reality to be like, and you know that your current thoughts your current thoughts are going to produce some decisions and your decision is going to produce some action and the action is going to produce a direction. Everybody with me? Like you're going to be walking a path based upon your current thoughts. And the two things that we need in our current thoughts are wisdom and faith. Wisdom and faith actually go hand in hand. Wisdom, if it's, let me say it this way, if it's godly wisdom... It's going to be attached to faith. And if it is godly faith, it's also going to be attached to wisdom. Because God is wise. He is all wise. Everybody with me? Wisdom and faith. What would your life look like right now if you did nothing but by wisdom and faith? I'm thinking my life would look different. I, I know my past would look different because I know I've been stupid. Right? You, I'm glad you didn't agree with me right away. That's, I'm surprised my mom and my brother didn't agree with me out loud at that point. See, let, let, me, let me give you a verse here then. Let me show you. In fact, I got a lot of verses for this, but Hebrews 10, 38. And my, my righteous ones will live by faith. They live by faith, but I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. I, I don't take pleasure in anybody who goes the wrong way direction. Faith has to do with direction. In fact, let me, let me show you this. Second Corinthians 5, 7, it's not on your screen. Second Corinthians 5, 7 out of the King James Version, the New King James Version says that we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith. So if we are pondering our steps, if we're pondering our, 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 our direction, how many know faith needs to be involved in that? There has to be a level of faith. My wife and I were just talking. Some things were happening yesterday. So we, we were, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. We were, we were disappointed with some people that we know and love that, that just were knowingly making a bad decision last night. No, let, let me say it this way. They, they were, they were, they, they were going to sin against God and knowingly doing so. And, and, and it was celebratory to them. Like, oh, this is going to be fun. 
I'll just say, it, it's just, it was a party. And, and, I, and I thought, and I told Jennifer, I said, you know what is confusing to me is, is that if you're a believer, a, a, passionately follow, a passionate follower of Christ, and you just knowingly, like, I'm just going to ignore the Bible, and I'm just going to do this. Well, the, the nature of sin is we've all done that. All of us have done that. So therefore, I keep my mouth shut because I'm guilty too. I'm just being honest with you. I have knowingly sinned against God. Have you? Well, of course. That we're sinners. That's what sinners do best, right? I mean, that's. I don't want to be a sinner, but I have sinned against God. But then to also knowingly pull others into the sin, well, that really bothers me, because as far as I can remember, I've never knowingly pulled somebody into a sin. I've never looked at somebody and said, hey, let's go sin together. Not that I know of. And I just think that's, well, how can people, how, 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 and I've, my wife and I were just, we weren't judging, we were just talking about this. What mindset is there that you can not only knowingly sin against God, but knowingly encourage others to sin against God too, and, and think that your relationship with Christ is fine? Like those two, that's not in alignment with each other. How many know what I'm talking about? Like that just doesn't really add up, does it? It just doesn't add up to me. And at the same point, I know that the devil is a master deceiver. And, and I know that, that I need to pray for them. And we did. We covered them in prayer. And, and, I, and I know that God is gracious and he's merciful. And, and I know that he loves them far more than I love them. And I know that, that, that it's not Justin's job to go and to condemn them. But yet we did have a moment that God created an opportunity in which we encouraged them to righteousness. Isn't that interesting that God created that opportunity for us? And my wife was actually the one that walked into that opportunity and not me. And I was grateful for that, that the Lord, the Lord sees and he knows. And I don't have to be judged. I don't have to be judgmental, that I can just wait for God to create an opportunity and, and for me to encourage people to, to life and holiness and righteousness. How many know what I'm talking about? That, that God is really good at that. God is just really good at that. I praise him for that. Like, I'm really, really grateful to him for that. Um, how, how many times have we said we're living a Christian life and just still chose sin. When we're called to walk by faith, and that's a direction. We're, tr we're called to live by faith, and that's a, that's a direction. How many times have you failed? Well, I have failed lots. And I just thought, before we go any further and get to, get to the great news this morning, because it's going to turn into great news, could we just pause right here and just say a prayer. Is that, is that appropriate? Father, I know I've messed up. I've knowingly sinned against you. I have not been perfect whatsoever. Not even close. Even when people thought I was doing great, you knew the real me. And my, 
my thoughts, my actions, my words have always been exposed to you. They, they're always in the light. They can't really be hidden. And I just want you to know, I'm sorry for that. I don't want to live that life. That's not the life you called me to. That's not a life of, life of faith. That's not living by faith. That's not walking by faith. That's choosing selfishly. That's choosing sin over holiness and righteousness. And I thank you, Lord, though, that you never expected me to be perfect. You knew I was going to sin. And you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for my sins anyway. And I'm grateful, Jesus, that you are my Savior and my Lord. And my past has been washed clean by the power of your blood. By resurrection power, I have been made new. The old is gone and the new has come. And I give you praise. Thank you for saving me from myself, from my sin, from rebellion. Thank you for saving me. When I am weak, that's when you show yourself strong and your grace is sufficient. And I love you and I thank you for it, that we have been cleansed by our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ and the blood that was shed upon the cross. We thank you, and we honor you. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. How many know when, it's, when you're studying the word of God, it's okay. It's okay to break out in prayer every now and then, right? All right, you ready to get to the fun stuff? Because now we've, we've, we've kind of said, okay, we've made some thoughts, decisions, some actions that produced a, a current reality, but now we're learning to live by faith and to walk by faith. And wisdom and faith go hand in hand. Wisdom and faith go hand in hand. I'm going to prove that to you more. Let me say this first, that faith-filled thoughts produce faith-filled directions. That faith-filled thoughts produce a faith-filled direction. You could say it this way then too, faithless thoughts produce a faithless direction. If you're not living by faith, if you're not walking by faith, you're actually, walk, you're actually walking a faithless life. But we are not called to that type of life. We are called to live by faith, to walk by faith. Amen? Okay, so that means every decision that we make needs to be a faith-filled decision. It has to be filled with faith. So how do we know that we're making faith-filled decisions? Well, we look to the Word of God and we compare we compare the type of thoughts that we used to have to the type of thoughts that God wants us to have. We compare the two, and we always choose God thoughts because God thoughts are wise thoughts. I'm going to say it again. God thoughts are wise thoughts. He, he is nothing but all wise. There is, no, there is no weakness in his wisdom. He is fully wise all the time and fully wise towards every body. So if we're really living by faith, we are also living by wisdom because every faith-filled decision is also a wise decision because it's based on the Word of God. We make decisions based upon the will of God and the Word of God. Let me prove this to you in Ephesians chapter 4. It says, since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, 
since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him. Now we're talking about faith. We're talking about somebody who has been filled with faith. They have heard about Jesus and they have learned the truth that comes from him. They've, they've learned it. They've experienced it. They are a faith-filled believer. Now watch this. He said, okay, to you, all of you who are wanting to live by faith, you've heard, you've learned, you have chosen to walk by faith, to live by faith. He says, now all of you throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, the, the way of life, the things that you used to think, the things that led to, to, to uh, decisions, the, the things that led to direction in your life, the action in your life. He says, throw off that old sinful nature, and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Again, where does lust and deception occur? That's your thoughts. Lust occurs in your mind. Deception occurs in your mind. How many know what I'm talking about? He's like, no, no, no. Throw off that old mindset. Throw off those old thoughts. You need to break free from the way that you used to think. And you used to think in terms of lust and deception. And of course, that's not, he could have gone on. He was just giving examples of that. He said, no, no, that's corrupted. You've been corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So, 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 what's this? Let the Spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. Let the Spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. The Bible obviously sees, uh, uh, the, the Bible obviously states that Paul is obviously teaching that we have to retrain our brain. But the truth of the matter is, I don't have enough wisdom to train my own brain. Justin ain't smart enough for that. I need the Spirit of the Lord to retrain my brain. And so I come before the Lord and I say to him, Lord, you have to change my thoughts. Because if you change my thoughts, it's going to change my decisions. It's going to change my actions. It's going to change my future. I need you to change my thoughts. I need you to change my attitudes. I don't, I don't want to think like I used to think. And the Lord is going to speak to you, and he's going to challenge you, and he's going to help you grow, but he's also going to remind you, hey, read, read my word, study my word, because everybody, you gain faith and wisdom through the word of God. And if you're ignoring the word of God, you're ignoring wisdom. You're ignoring faith. You don't want to do that. That won't produce anything good in your life. How many know we need to study the word of God like never before, especially in this generation? We just got to do that. We got to let the spirit of God retrain our brain. First Corinthians 13, 11. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I came a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. Some of you some of you are known for making childish decisions because you've never allowed the Spirit of the Lord to renew your mind to maturity and to wisdom. And you keep making the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. I still struggle with some things. But I think, why, why is this still showing up in my life? Anybody ever think those thoughts? So I'm not just saying just you, I'm saying me too. There are some areas of my life where I still need the wisdom of God. I need the renewal of God in my mind, in my attitude, in my thoughts. And everybody, that's a lifetime journey, by the way. 
Don't, don't think that you're better than anybody else. Don't think anybody else is better than you. We're all just growing in the Lord together. And he's gracious to all of us. Amen. I mean, aren't you glad about that? That God shows no favoritism. That he honors the faith of the wise just like he honors the faith of those who are just now learning about him. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that's incredible. That you can accomplish just as much through prayer at whatever level you're at as I can accomplish in prayer. Did you know that? Isn't that amazing? I mean, God is so good. Amen? Like, I could go on about that. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 5, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world. On the contrary, they have divine power. So it's not my power, is it? It's not my power. No, no, it's divine power. To demolish strongholds, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Why is that? Because your current thoughts produce your future reality. And we need to take every thought that is not of God, that is not of faith, that is not wise, we need to take those thoughts captive and make them submissive to Christ. You could say it this way, because Christ is wise. He, he, he is wisdom. That, 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 let, let me say it like this. If we're taking every thought and making it obedient to Christ, we're, we're, we're taking every thought and making it obedient to wisdom. We're making it obedient to the faith that we live in Christ. How many know what I'm talking about? Like we're, we're making it, we're taking those thoughts by the power of the Holy Spirit because it's a divine power. So the Spirit of God enables us. But let me say it this way. The Spirit of God has this incredible ability to speak to you and say, that's a wrong thought. Ooh. Father, I take that thought and I make it captive to Jesus Christ. I take it captive. It is obedient to Jesus Christ. That was not a thought that was wise. That was not a thought of faith. That wasn't a thought of love. It wasn't a thought of joy. It wasn't a, lot of, a thought of peace. It wasn't a thought of compassion. I take that thought and I make it obedient to Jesus Christ and I am not going to think that thought again. There, there's some people in this room, you've been thinking thoughts. low self-worth. You just put yourself down all the time. I'm just so stupid. I'm just so ugly. I'm just so... You, you need to take those thoughts captive. Because the Holy Spirit will say, hey, that's not... No, no, no. That's not you. That's not you. You need to take those thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ. Try to help you today. You say, how, how do I know if my thoughts are right or my thoughts are good or my thoughts are wise? My thoughts are faith-filled. Well, is it, is, is it contrary to the Word of God? So we don't think thoughts that are contrary to the Word of God. Is the Holy, is this Holy Spirit, are you listening to the Holy Spirit as He speaks to you saying, no, 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 don't say that, don't speak that way. Just last night I said something really dumb and my wife called me on it and I said, no, no, you're right. And I, and I repented of that. I said something, just, it was just dumb. It was something I shouldn't have said. It was just it kind of, it was just harsh words. And it was harsh words about somebody. My wife, don't you say that. You're right, dear. That was wrong of me. And I apologized to her. And then I went to God and said, Father, I, I have repented of that. And I break those words that I just spoke. I, those are... 
Those are now powerless. Those weren't of you. So Father, break those words, I pray. And then I went back to my wife and said, hey, I, I, prayed, I prayed about that. I, I took care of that with God. I just wanted you to know that, that I took that serious. And she's like, oh, I knew you would, you know. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm taking those thoughts, and I let one of my thoughts get away from me, but I, 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 I realize it, and, and I, I took it captive, and I made it obedient to Jesus. I just did that last night not knowing that I was actually going to say that this morning because it's not fun to admit your faults. You know what I'm saying? Like, that wasn't planned. It just, I just, I'm just telling you how it works. The Spirit of God will speak to you. Say, don't think that way. My question is, what needs to change in your life? Are you living by faith? Are you living by wisdom? Have you embraced wisdom and embraced faith? Are you still thinking old thoughts that you shouldn't think anymore? Does the Spirit of God need to retrain your brain? And the answer is for all of us, yes. And, and, and the Lord spoke to me this morning, and I believe that this is specifically for somebody in this room. So this is just a, a prophetic question that the Lord told me to ask. If prophetic meaning just from the heart of God. That the Lord wants me to ask right here and now. He it's very specific. That there's somebody in this room that has been complaining to God saying these things are just in my way and I could do such and such if these things weren't in my way and the Lord would speak to you this morning tell you that he goes before you and he prepares the way ahead of you and you need to stop saying that. And you need to start living by faith. And living in wisdom. You need to take thoughts captive and make them obedient to Jesus Christ. That is a prophetic word for somebody here in this room. Stop making excuses. Trust the Lord. That he's going ahead of you. He's going before you. How many know the, the Bible says he prepares a, a, a path for us. He makes the path obvious for us. Amen? Amen. So no more excuses. We're going to retrain our brain by the help of the Holy Spirit, and we have to pray a prayer something like this. First of all, do you receive the word of the Lord today? It's a good word for all of us. Break free. You need to retrain your brain through the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen to Him. Study His word. Get wisdom from others. Because your current thoughts will produce your future reality. And we need to change our thoughts. Holy Spirit, Change my thoughts. Renew my mind. Come on, everybody. Let's just lift up our hands to the Lord. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life. Holy Spirit, I need you. Fill me. Renew my mind. I want to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. And when my mind is transformed, my future is transformed. It's better than I could ever think or imagine because you're there. You're preparing it. You're, you're, you're calling me to it. And it's good. And so I invite you in, Holy Spirit. Come on, invite him into your life.
Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We need you. We need you, Holy Spirit. Fill this place, fill this place. Fill my life. Renew my mind. Change me, Holy Spirit. So I lay my life at your feet. I surrender my life to you. Holy Spirit. Surrender my life to you, Holy Spirit. Come on, we got time. Let's just make this a time of prayer. How do you need to respond? What's the Holy Spirit asking of you to respond right now? Maybe you just need to come to the altars. I lay my life at your feet. Renew my mind. Renew my thoughts. Change my desires. Because I know I need you. I know I need you. I need you, I need you, I need you. I need you, I need you. Bless you. We bless you. Heal your people, Lord. Set them free, O God. Lord, I release the power of your spirit in this room, in our lives. And I declare that strongholds are broken right now in the name of Jesus Christ. That wrong thinking is broken right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The deception is leaving your people right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We come against the spirit of deception and command it to go by the power and the authority of the Word of God and in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Deception has no place in our life because it is for freedom that Jesus set us free. And we are free from deception. We are free from bondage. We are free from wrong thinking. We are, are free from the lies that the enemy has told us. We are free from strongholds in our life because we are followers of Jesus Christ. You saved us so that we could be saved. You, you freed us so that we could be freed. So right now, Father, we accept your freedom. We embrace your freedom. We embrace the truth. We, we reject the lies. We reject every deceiving thought from the enemy. And we choose this day. We will live by faith. We will walk by faith. We will move under the power of the Holy Spirit. We will live being filled with your Holy Spirit. Father, we choose life. We choose your calling. We choose your purpose. We choose freedom in Jesus Christ. And we declare it and embrace it and lay hold of it today. 
because of your grace that's at work in this place, because of your mercy that's at work in this place. The accuser of the brethren right now is trying to tell a couple of people in this room that you are not free. And you're thinking to yourself, I'm not free. That can happen to others, but it's not happening to me. And you need to rise up at this point as a man or woman of faith. And you need to declare with your mouth, I am free by the blood of Jesus Christ by the mercies of Jesus Christ, by the grace of Jesus Christ, my Savior. I am free. Devil, you are a liar and the father of lies. And I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able. Come on, everybody. Let's pray for the ones that are fighting this battle right now. They're just fighting it. Father, increase their faith. Build their faith, Lord. Strengthen them, I pray. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. Bless you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. There's some people here in, in the room that you've just never been in this atmosphere. And I want you to know I am not ashamed. I'm not embarrassed. The Spirit of the Lord is here. And how many know the Spirit of the Lord? He loves setting people free. He loves moving in the midst of the people of God. He has thoughts and he has desires that he wants to accomplish. How many know that the Lord still speaks to his people? That the Holy Spirit still speaks to his people? And I love this moment, everybody. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm loving this moment because the Spirit of the Lord is here. There's no other place I'd rather be than right here, right now, because there have been some people that have been set free this very morning. They, let me say it this way. Their future has been thoroughly changed because of one moment in the presence of a powerful, almighty God. Amen? Amen. Let's stand up together. I just want to give the Lord some praise this morning. We bless you. Come on, lift up your hands to him and just bless the Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord. You are good, Lord. You're good, Lord. You're good. <laughs> we love you. Thank you for setting us free. Thank you for changing the course of our life, the path of our life. Thank you for calling us into, your, into the ministry, into the purposes that you have for our, our lives, for putting a calling upon our life, Lord, no matter who we are. Thank you that you've set us free from our past and our future is bright in Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for calling us out of darkness into your wonderful light. We thank you, Father, that the schemes of the enemy have been exposed today and the light of God has shown up in this place and in our lives and in our minds and you've changed us oh God we give you praise and honor and glory forever and ever may it be unto our God 
for all eternity, all praise and all honor. We declare it in the name of Jesus. If you agree with that, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. We bless you, Father. As a church, it's our honor to play a small part in what God is doing through your life, and we would love to continue on that journey. To find out what your next steps could be in your relationship with Christ, all you have to do is go to mynsc.org connect. Thank you to all of you who consistently give, serve, and pray. You are the ones that God is using to truly make a difference in our community as we live out our mission of leading people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. We hope you tune in next week.